This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And while you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. You can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, I don't think I'm going out on a ledge when I say 2020 was, in many ways, a blazing dumpster fire. Uh, workplaces and schools were thrown into chaos. Businesses like restaurants and Bars, they shut down. They were placed in incredibly difficult positions. There was untold economic anxiety for millions of Americans. And I think that's as much as we need to recap what a horrible year that was. But while there's a lot to be optimistic about in 2021, I think in a large part, thanks to the emergencies, uh, the emergence rather of, I'm going to start that again. And while there's much to be optimistic about in 2021, thanks to the emergence of multiple viable vaccines, everything we know about those so far, the fact remains COVID-19 is probably going to dominate our lives for months to come. But thankfully, there are some solid steps you can take to help get both your wallet and your strategy squared away for 2021. But before we shine a light on what you can do to position your finances for 2021, let me introduce my COVID-free co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? <laughs> well, I am COVID-free, which is good, but I'm still working from the home studio uh, just in case, trying to be safe. But yes, I actually got COVID tested uh, two weeks ago and was fine. So uh, that should be good. The whole family got tested uh, yeah. because my daughter had a cold or a bad fever. So we uh, just uh, we were taking precautions. Let's just put it that way. But we're all good now. So uh, that's good. So, uh, yeah, I've been great. You know what? I, I took some time off, spent some time with family and I'm looking forward to this new year, uh, 2021. We're going to make this a good one. And I know you've got a lot of great things to talk about on the show this year. And, uh, I think it's awesome. But before we do that, before I let you get into today's topic, I have to ask, how have you been? I know you recently took some time off as well, spent some time with the family, right? Yeah, I uh, took a couple days off right around the Christmas holiday. Uh, I, I still celebrate a very traditional seven fish Christmas Eve, and it was nothing like the normal, you know, somewhere between 45 and 60 people that it normally is. But uh, we had a much smaller, much, 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 much smaller uh, gathering this year as, you know, we tried to do our part, I guess you could say. Um, and we all Zoomed. The whole family did Zoom. We had a, an oh, incredibly... Wow ridiculous massive zoom call but it was nice to see everybody's face <laughs> those are kind of a mess aren't they oh that was it was almost without all the pain and hurt and anxiety it was like 2021 in zoom form 
<laughs> I mean, 2020 in Zoom form. Yeah, it was I'm sorry. It was, yeah. it was just a mess. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was crazy. But yeah, we tried one of those family Zoom calls with my <laughs> wife's side of the family, and that, uh, that uh, my brother-in-law's. <laughs> Someone put this Zoom call out of its misery, please. <laughs> Somebody, please take control of this. Do to this what we all need to do to 2020. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So, you know, talking about heading into this year with some optimism, I like that. And I'm definitely expecting it to be a better year than 2020. And uh, I have to admit, though, during the last year, there were a lot of times when I read a news story and came away impressed, actually, at just how tenacious Americans can be. I mean, so many people stepped up and had a can-do attitude uh, during the tough times. And I think that's great. I do too. I think you're absolutely spot on there. Well, you know, it's that old saying, it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up. Right. And 2020 was a, for some people, it's the first time they probably ever got put on their butt. Uh, for True. some other people, it might've been the hundredth time, but I think really what we've seen is most people, and I'd have to say everyone I've come across personally getting back up again. And I think 2021 will be that same thing, that getting back up year, get up, dust off and get moving, get moving forward. Now there's, you know, there's never been this time of year. There's never a shortage of advice for what you need to do to get your year put in order. Right now, um, I I as well often use this time to get all my I do December to get all my goals kind of in place. But I use these first couple weeks of the year to to really kind of break up the to do list on those goals, start taking the bites out of them, because, you know, what they say, you can't, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Right. So. Right. Um, I like to use these first couple of weeks of January of getting my plans for those goals in order and taking those initial steps, those small steps, those first bites. And I think this is a great time of year to get some of those first bites and to put your strategy together for 2021. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to talk about some, some, I think, good one straight across the board. There's a, again, you can look and find tons of articles. I know there was recently one, uh, I think it was us news and world report 50 ways to improve finances. Don't try and improve your finances in 50 ways, folks. <laughs> Don't try and do anything 50 different ways. You're probably going to fail and you'll never know which one really worked. Do it, do it, do, take a step at a time. It's the easiest way to get things done is those little pieces at a time. Now, some of the ones, some of the things I want to talk to about Today, I want to start off with this one because this is important, especially if you've proved your worth and your metal. If you've been one of those people that if it looked like you were going to get knocked down, you became valuable to that company you're working for. I think it's a great time to negotiate your salary. And this one really, I think, jumps out, especially this year, because you may have had to do a lot of things above and beyond what you normally do. And first of all, this is it's not to say some companies may not have the money to do it. But not asking is as crazy as 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 just never keep trying, right? So you at least have to give it a shot. You would not hesitate. Why would you hesitate to meet with a supervisor, build your case to the salary bump? Maybe you don't get it right now. Maybe you get it when everything else comes back online for your company. Maybe you're one of those companies that's been lucky enough to thrive during this pandemic. And this is a great time for you to, to get that raise. Put your skills out there to your supervisors. And if you hear nothing for them, don't be afraid to put your skills out on the open market and see what happens. A higher salary means you're going to have an easier time 
paying your bills, paying down your debt, and really also, and maybe most importantly, saving more towards that life you want in the future. Yeah. And I think that's huge. I think that uh, first tip is a good one. But I have to go back uh, to the beginning of where you were talking there. And, and I thought you were going to start singing that song. I get knocked down, but I get up again. <laughs> Chumbawamba. Yeah. Tub thumping by Chumbawamba. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget that band's name. Yeah. Chumbawamba. Tub thumping was the name of the song. Good. One. If you want to guarantee a one hit wonder, name your band Chumbawamba. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah, that's that's a given. But, I, I, you know, I think that um, I, I like that idea of, you know, looking ahead with optimism and, and going in there and saying, hey, going into your boss's office uh, to talk money. It's anxiety inducing. A lot of people, uh, they get ang- anxious about it and put it off. But how many people out there are making less than they could because they're afraid to just have that conversation? I there's I think way too many. I think there's way too many people out there making less than they should because they won't have that conversation. Anxiety is a physiological response. It's so, it's something that actually can cripple people, but it's actually something that can be treated with zero medication over time if you take the right approach, right? So anxiety you have to remember is a physiological response to something. It will pass and doing it. Hey, if you can if you if you never do it, you're never going to get there. Uh, and I get that there might be some anxiety involved and I'm not trying to put down that people can have some crippling anxiety in their lives. But there if if you if you frame it, if it makes you nervous, if it gives you some of that anxiety, realize you probably it's almost the same exact physiological response as if you're getting onto a roller coaster. Your body is experiencing that same thing. So just yep. take that breath, realize you're going to go on a little bit of a roller coaster ride here. That then with that, you know, there's a little bit of excitement there as well. Just think of that. Think about how, how fun it is when you step off that roller coaster. It can be terrifying as you're climbing that hill. I get it. And you, there's a few screams as you go whipping around that coaster. But when you get off, you look back, there's a smile plastered across your face. It's a good feeling. Well, maybe you're one of those people that gets uh, motion sick and it doesn't, doesn't do the same thing for you. But <laughs> I guarantee you there's some sort of ride or experience that does the same thing. So sure. remember that part. Okay, so that one's out of the way. How about another one? Let's get. Uh, we could talk about roller coasters. And, and, and fun things to do all day, but I don't want to get too far off track here. But um, here's another good one for 2021 and to get your stuff into shape. And it's use a budgeting tool. Start using a budgeting tool. We have more technology at our fingertips than at any point in human history. So why not use it for all it's worth? There's apps. There's apps like SoFi, Relay, Mint. They put the power of budgeting right in the palm of your hand. You can track your spending, monitor your credit, pay your bills on the go. They're not paying me to say any of these things. I'm not advertising on their on their apps or anything. There's plenty of free apps out there. Remember, you're using this for budgeting. You're you're not using it to, uh, you know, make billions of dollars. You're using it to get your your financial house in order. And budgeting, remember. For a lot of people, budgeting is a dirty word. They don't want to do it because they feel like it limits what they can do. And in some ways it does. But remember, make part of your budget your spending plan. If you have that in there, that should be part of If you need to rename the whole thing, rename it your spending plan. What are you? How much are you going to spend on savings? Look at it that way if you have to. But remember, that if without a budget, without those plans in place, you're throwing darts with your eyes closed. You don't even know if there's a dartboard in the room. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, I think that's a good point. And, you know, there are some great ones. My wife and I, um, we use one Y N a B.com. That's you need a budget.com. It works great. 
there's a paid version. We use it. It's not that much. But, you know, like you say, uh, there are a lot of great ones. There are even some free ones. I know that um, your customers sometimes use the generational vault that you provide for them. And within that, uh, there's budgeting uh, ability. So I, I think that's great as well. And, and um, you know, some people think, oh, they're dismissing some of these more basic suggestions that you're giving, Matt, as small potatoes. But if you embrace just one or two small changes, obviously it can have a profound effect on your finances and your retirement strategy. And I think just as importantly, these are the types of changes that you can embrace no matter how old you are, whether you're 25 or 65, what we're talking about here, like talking money with your boss, uh, you know, having a budget, these things, it doesn't matter your age, right? Right. You're like a wise owl, Tony. <laughs> or just an owl. <laughs> <laughs> You're so true. You just see everything and you're so wise. <laughs> right. The, but there's, yeah, there's the first two things we've talked about. It doesn't matter what age you are, you can benefit from them. And yeah, you know what? Sometimes this seems simple. First of all, if you're listening ever to my show, wondering how I'm going to help you make a million dollars this week, find another show. And if you're listening to a show that tells you can, tells you can find another show. Um, you can't, you know, that that's just gambling. It's really all it is. We do things from a planning perspective, right? We want to make those little changes that add up over time. Those tweaks that can really change, uh, a mediocre plan into a good one. So there's, you said 25 to 65, and there's a lot of things that can help that under 25 crowd. Uh, how about, how about 529 savings plans? If you've got kids or grandkids, 529 plans might be a really slick way to save some money for qualified education expenses. You can use it now even for private elementary school. Now, it doesn't have as much time to grow, but it's there. You can create a 529. If you know your kids are going to have kids, you can create a 529 for the benefit. Uh, whose benefit it's for can be determined later. Get those plans put in place, but they do will have to be used for qualified education expenses. Now, financial services professionals, they might be able to help you understand the rules and nuances that come with those accounts, but they'll also help you find room in your budget to make contributions to them. Let's let's put it this way too. Remember the there's a there's there was a paper put out and you you want to know what the most determinant factor in having the most money at retirement was? Can you Take a guess, Tony. Uh, the most determinant factor in having enough money in retirement? Having the most money in your retirement account, in your 401k or your IRA. What was the determining factor in the highest amount of money in there? Yeah, I'll give you a couple of the guess from. Con the rate of return. Oh, yeah, sure. Rate of return. The time horizon. Yeah. Or uh, when the, you started. Yeah. Yeah. Or your your monthly contribution. Sure. Sure. Obviously, how, much you, you put, how much you put in is huge. But I... I I don't know. I would say time horizon. Right. So, and doing what I do, even you almost get this idea. This is going to be, it's how much you're willing to put in there. Cause the time horizon is going to be there. The rate of return, if compound interest is huge, but yeah. think about how much more, if you give regularly, the difference between giving 1% of your salary and 11% of your salary, you know, there's already an 11 times. Uh, you know, a huge difference and then add the interest on top of that. So creating those budgets, putting some of those stuff into things like 529s into your retirement plans, the amount of money that you can budget and spend on those savings for the future pays off incredibly over time. 
Yeah, and obviously you have to put the money in. I guess that's where it starts. And then hope you, you know, start putting it in soon, put as much in as possible. And you can't do, you can control those things, but there's not much you can do about the rate of return. I mean, there are some things you can work with a financial professional to improve that a bit, uh, obviously. And our listeners can give you a call and set up a complimentary consultation with you and talk about this. In fact, what is that phone number, by the way? Well, my phone number is for work, 800-339-9252. And, and if, we, if we get to know each other well enough, I'll even give you my personal phone number after a time. <laughs> <laughs> At first you I was thought you were talking weekend. to me, like, Tony, someday no, no, I'll give you, you know myself. It. You know mine, but <laughs> no, I'll, I'll even let you get in touch with me on weekends for those important questions, you know? Oh, sure. No, but uh, no, honestly, this is... Like I said, these seem like little things, but if you look at it in the terms of putting your budget together, right, knowing what that money is, you can actually put away and, you know, looking at what you really need to be spending your money on, you can make massive differences and why not take advantage of it, especially in a year like this where you have still a little extra time to look at these things, because let's face it, we can't all go be doing the things we want to do every day right now. Right. Right. And there are a lot of tools out there and we've talked about them before, like saving 529 plans for education for our kids, uh, even the grandkids or for ourselves. A, a lot of people utilize those, and I, I think that's a big part of it. And you have to look at the advantages, tax advantages to some of these things too, right? Yeah. And so let's, and here's something, you know, so we, we were talking about some really simple things. So let's take a jump from super simple to maybe something that's a little more complex. How about, and this can also make some tax differences for yourself or even your heirs in the future. How about estate plans? You know, having a state plan can be one of the most important financial steps you can take. And what better time to do it than earlier in the new year so you can cross off maybe one major financial strategy task off your list instead of some of these little pieces. Now, again, just taking the first step to doing that, contacting either a financial professional or a legal professional to start putting your estate plan into place. That's the simple step, right? Then there might be little, there might be more steps to go along the way, but take the first step on something like that. A solid estate plan is obviously going to include your will, but it should also identify, you know, maybe even something chosen guardians for your kids, a clear transfer of assets, clearly defined beneficiaries, things like life insurance policies and retirement accounts. All these things are, are going to be those little pieces that add up to your overall estate plan. Well, yeah, estate plans are, are critically important to your financial future. And obviously there's a lot that goes into them. So working with somebody like yourself, Matt, is a smart move, especially when it comes to big financial decisions. Why go it alone? We say that all the time, right? And I can't I tell you how many that. times I come across people that are still willing to give it a shot. But <laughs> nonetheless, good for it's great attitude. I like the you know the do pull up your bootstraps kind of attitude. But this is one of those things where it really I think does help to have someone you trust. Uh, hey, listen, after the 2020 we've just had, why not look for ways to do something? Little even for yourself right now in 2021. One of the best ways to do something for yourself is to pay yourself in a way. And a great way to pay yourself is to pay down debt. Yep. You know, unburdening yourself of debt can absolutely transform your financial future, particularly with regard to retirement. And this is another one of those things that if you get a plan in place, if you put your plan in place in your budget, again, spending, 
What is your spending? How much can you afford to spend on paying down your debt? How much can you afford to spend on the things you like to do in your free time? How much can you afford to spend on your savings for the future? You pay down your debt, all of a sudden you've added more money to those other two columns. You gather up your sources of debt, your credit cards, your student loans, your car loans, all those things. Craft a strategy to go after them. Make your payments automatic. Know that a little financial sacrifice now may mean more financial flexibility in the future, perhaps even in the near future, depending, of course, on how aggressive your strategy is too. Right. And, and obviously people, a lot of Americans out there have debt. And so it's unquestionably an anchor that slows down a lot of folks. I'm definitely right there with you on the idea of paying off that debt as quickly as possible. I mean, the less you have, the more your money truly belongs to you. And then that's when we can really put our money to work. Right? Oh, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I don't I think there's you know, there's acceptable levels of debt to carry, especially if you have it at the right rate. You can leverage your money in sure. better ways at times. But. Make sure you're doing it the right way. If you can't figure that out on your own, another great reason to meet with a financial professional. Now, another good thing people can do to get themselves and their finances ready for 2021, increase your financial knowledge. Uh, there's probably a good financial newsletter you can subscribe to. Now, I'm not saying go out and get like four or five different you know, money magazine and this. Most of those are fluff and junk. Uh, no offense to any of the authors in there, but... What you want to be doing is is working a system. And the best, in my opinion, the best system you can be working is having a good plan in place. Read a newsletter from a good financial planner. Sign up for our newsletter if you want. Um, find a good one news outlet where you, you're, you're looking at objective information, you know, not opinion on what's the next best penny stock to invest in, uh, and order, look, look into a good book about personal finances. There's one I think that I've seen make a huge difference in a lot of people's lives. And again, th these aren't coming cause I have, I get money for selling a book from somebody. One book from, it's, it used to be an advisor. Now he helps advisors learn how to do things. This guy, uh, he's got a book called simple wealth, inevitable wealth. It's by Nick Murray. Look into that book. It's a phenomenal explanation of how having the right plan in place helps you have the right portfolio in place, has you spending right and saving right, and leads you to not only be able to have life you want now, that life you want in the future, but help you really figure out ways to actually increase your wealth over time so that you're making generational transfers of wealth. You're making it go beyond what even you, your, your immediate life and helping the next generations of your family and passing that money down and building their financial future as well. Oh, that sounds like a good one. And another great option for people out there to educate themselves and really help themselves financially this year is listen to personal finance podcasts. I think that's a great option. And you know what? I just happen to know of a good one. Oh, uh, what's that one? <laughs> well, you're listening to it right now. Well, I'll tell you, Yeah, you're going to want to tell people the exact name, because I don't know if you've been to the Apple podcast page lately and look up <laughs> investing. There's there's 26 letters in our alphabet, and each letter has, I don't know, something like 780,000, maybe a little less, uh, pages of <laughs> multiple shows. Yeah. Well, the way to finance. go. Yeah, the way to go is just uh, type in Financial Compass with Matt Brunner, spelled there just the way it sounds. Financial Compass and Matt Brunner. You don't <laughs> even have to have the width. Just Financial Shouldn't Compass, hurt, right? <laughs> Matt Brunner, M-A-T-T -T Brunner, B-R-U-N-N-E-R. 
That's our podcast. That's the show you're listening to right now. And each week, super helpful tips. And uh, you'll hear Matt and I openly mock each other. But then at some point, Matt gives very useful advice and tips <laughs> for finances. And that, that part's good too, right? Well, I think it's at least as equally as good as the mockery. <laughs> well, yeah. And just go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or they can go to your website and they can listen to the shows right there or subscribe yep. right there. Uh, and Absolutely. what's that web address again? It's compass-ltd.com. All right. Super Is that simple. a dash or a hyphen? That's yes. It's I like <laughs> I, I see it as a dash, but I feel it as a hyphen. Have I ever told you my thoughts about web addresses with dashes or hyphens in them? How highly you regard them? <laughs> Just yes, yes, you have. See, I, here's the mockery, folks. Here's the mockery. <laughs> Guess what's next? Financial, financial information. Yep. Yeah, here they come. <laughs> so now that we've gotten the mockery out of the way, yep. uh, let's talk about one. And I got this. I got a question similar to this uh, from a client on our annual review last week, and they were wondering about some snowbird stuff for this year. Now, oh. um, yeah, so. Uh, they're, unfortunately they are going to end up in a tougher situation than normal. They, they're kind of, they're snowbirds and they usually spend more of the time in one state than the other. They ended up because of the pandemic staying in a state that has much worse tax situation than the state that they normally go to, um, which is an unfortunate, uh, byproduct of this year's situation. But you know, it shouldn't, it should be offset by the lack, by the less money that they spent traveling back and forth a few times. But nonetheless, um, let's talk about some, and I want to bring this up because Usually people are taking off right after the holidays and heading down, getting out for the worst part of winter, especially the snowbirds are doing that this time of year. And as I'm recording this in my studio, as you said, Tony, you're in your home studio. I'm at my home studio right now. I'm looking out a window at a beautiful, light, wintry snowstorm. You know, it's not one of those ones where you really got to worry about getting the driveway cleared up later or anything like that. It's just a beautiful, nice sprinkling of snow. So the snowbirds are right on my top of my head right now. Um, they're getting ready there, getting ready to head south. Now, one of the first things I want to talk about uh, is uh, putting all your cards on the table when it comes to your insurance. You know, if you have two homes, your, ins your insurer is going to want to know which is your primary home. And even if you evenly divide your time between the two states, the standard is your primary residence and then the state where you have your driver's license. So additionally, if one of your homes is more expensive, you may be tempted to list it as your primary residence, even if you aren't there as much. However, that strategy can come back to bite you. You know, if a pipe breaks in what you would erroneously list it as your primary residence and you don't discover it until after some time has passed, it may be grounds to deny your claim. Honesty is the best policy when it comes to insurance. Actually, honesty is pretty much a great policy straight across the board, but especially in the world of insurance where dishonesty can very easily lead to insurance fraud. Yeah, it's it, they are looking for ways to deny your claim. And if you were mm -hmm. dishonest in any way, they will deny your claim. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's kind of how that works. But you're right. I never thought of that. You know, my wife and I are getting to the point where I'd like to do that because I can work from anywhere. Even while I'm still working, I, I'd yeah. like to during the winters, the older I get, the less I like the winter. So, hey, maybe spend January and February in a warmer client, like a climate like Arizona or Florida, somewhere like that. And if you do that, uh, you know, what do you do about insuring your homes or your cars or uh, there are financial aspects that you need to think about, aren't there? 
Yeah, well, they, it can be. You know, some some of the large insurance companies will only uh, provide you a policy for your second home if they're doing your primary home. Uh, also, some of those companies don't include the second home as part of the discount bundles that let you save money when you purchase, you know, home, auto life, uh, which you see in the commercials on TV. But insurance can be a big piece. You know, uh, how about this? You, you said vehicles or something. Vehicles should be registered and insured in the state where they're garage for the bulk of the year. You know, if you live in Illinois, which you don't, but let's just, you know, somebody's listening right now that's sure. li living in Illinois and you keep a car there and you live in Florida for the other part of the year and you keep a car there, each should be registered and insured in the state where it sits in the garage. Sure. So if, I, if I'm in Maine and mm -hmm. or Massachusetts or somewhere like that and I want to go down to Florida, uh, it's where I keep my car the most where is where it's insured, where it's garage. Right. Yeah. And if it's if you have two, if you have one and you're going back and forth, it's clearly the state either where you have your license or you spend the majority of your time. Sure. But, um, you know, you don't you don't need to carry insurance in both states. Only the one, you know, again, where it spends the majority of the year. It's similar to the home, though. If the time is split equally, it should be insured where you have your license. And again, don't make the mistake of trying to insure all your vehicles in the state with the lowest rates, because doing that. They constitute insurance fraud as well. And again, that is a nasty scenario no one wants to be a part of. No, no, that's for sure. Well, yeah, I don't want to give my insurance company any excuse to deny any claim that I need to make. So, well, I think this has been a great topic and a great show, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners, Matt, before we go? Yeah, I know you may not know what day this is, but this is our first day back from the break. So happy new year, everybody. I hope this uh, is timely. It helps you put some of your building blocks to your successful financial 2021 uh, a financial life in place. And uh, folks, if you heard anything that you want more information today or you hear any know of any topics you want more information in the future, reach out to us. We'll always sit down and talk to you. Our initial consultation is always complimentary. There's no cost. There's no obligation to that. Give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right, and that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 8 6-9-9-1-1-5-3-9. Member FINRA SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities LLC and Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.